Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 418, Dealing with Disappointment. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. I'm Daryl Darnell. After watching Batman vs. Superman this weekend, I can still say that Michael Keaton is my favorite actor to have ever portrayed Batman slash Bruce Wayne. And I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I share lessons I've learned by being faced with incredible disappointment. Well, hey there. Happy Monday to you. Welcome back to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, or if you are a first-time listener, welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. This is a podcast where we take simple stories, real stories, from the lives of each of our hosts, and we pull out simple yet practical and applicable life lessons from each story. So thanks for tuning in for today. And we like to start out each episode with a fun fact of the day. And since we're talking about Batman and Superman, well, at least I mentioned it in the intro, I thought we could look at some fun facts about Batman, the Caped Crusader, in today's segment. Now, for as long as I can remember, Batman has been my favorite superhero. So I was really looking forward to this movie. And in fact, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't perfect. There were some things that were just... Okay, but overall, I liked it, and I thought it had a great ending. I thought it all wrapped up, so I do recommend going and seeing it, especially if you are a superhero movie fan like I am. So here's some fun facts about Batman. Uh, hopefully everybody knows this, but just in case, you got to know this one. Batman was created in 1939. Now, most people know that Bob Kane was involved in the creative process, and he was. But there's another guy named Bill Finger, which is incredibly important to all that we know and have with the character of Batman. So Bob Kane and Bill Finger are the two guys. Now, you may find this interesting. Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, has portrayed the father of the Penguin, a.k.a. Oswald Cobblepot. And he's done it twice. Do you know when those times were? First, he did it in the movie Batman Returns. And he recently did it just a few weeks ago on the TV show Gotham. So there you go. Paul Rubens as the father of the penguin. All right. Factoid number three. The Lamborghini driven by Bruce Wayne in Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy is a Murcielago. And Murcielago is Spanish for... Bat. Yeah, I had no idea about that one until just a few weeks ago. So that's a really cool fact. And lastly, this is super cool. The University of Victoria in Canada offers a course in the science of Batman. Just one more reason to love our friends to the north. Way to go, Canada. All right. Now, before we get into today's episode, I want to invite you to be a part of this week's Friday Forum. And the Friday Forum is your chance to share stories from your life and lessons that you've learned with all of us 
so that we can learn from you. And you can do that by calling 304-837-2278. That's the Golden Spiral Media Voice Feedback Line. Or you can head over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback, where you will have a variety of ways to send in your Friday Forum contribution. All right, here's what I learned yesterday. Can you believe that it's been nearly three years since I quit my corporate job and became a full-time entrepreneur? The three-year mark will be here in just over two weeks. Now, when I told my CPA that I was quitting my corporate job, she thought I was making a huge mistake. She didn't tell me that at the time, fortunately. After the first year, she told me that it usually takes a business three years to find success and that 90% of businesses will fail in that time. But she also said that day that she could already tell that I was going to succeed. When she told me that, it was a huge confidence boost that I really needed. That was in April of 2014. Let me tell you why I needed that confidence boost. As some of you know, the first year I spent as an entrepreneur was not typical. About six months before I left my corporate job, I landed a really big client. I saved most of the money that I earned during that first six months with the client, and that's what gave me a big enough security blanket to finally quit my job. And Once I quit my job, I had more than enough work coming in from that single client to provide for all of my needs. There was never any loss of income when I made the career change. And most entrepreneurs don't have that luxury. And all that work was a blessing and a curse. The blessing was that I had a great income stream coming in each month. The curse was that it was keeping me so busy that I didn't have the ability to take on any other clients. That one client represented about 90% of my income at one point. And that's a dangerous situation. It's never good to have such a high percentage of income tied to a single client. My worst fear was that the client would run out of financing and shut down. And that eventually did happen, but fortunately, it didn't happen overnight. I started getting really concerned about the long-term funding of the client at about the first of the year. And that would have been January of 2014. That client began slowing down the amount of work that was coming in, and I was really starting to feel pressure to add new clients. I went to New Media Expo in January of 2014, really hoping that I could meet someone that could use my services. I knew the odds were pretty slim, though. I'm not at all good at striking up conversations with strangers, and I didn't have a booth or any obvious way that people would know that I offered services to help podcasters. But still, I was determined to get out of my comfort zone and meet new people. As I left my hotel room on that first day, I can remember giving myself a pep talk to encourage myself to strike up a conversation with a stranger. I immediately headed down to one of the Starbucks shops located inside the hotel, and as I stood in line to place my order, I got up my nerve and I started a conversation with the guy in line behind me. We started with the typical small talk stuff about where we were from and what our backgrounds in podcasting was and why we had decided to attend the conference. And then it didn't take long for me to tell him about Golden Spiral Media and the podcasting services that I provided. 
And when I did, his face lit up. He said something to the effect that he and his business partner were hoping to connect with someone who had my background and provided some of the services that I offered. They were starting a podcast soon, and they needed some help with it. I couldn't believe it. I hadn't even attended my first session yet, and it looked like I may have been well on my way to landing a new client. The guy asked me if I would wait for him after I got my order so that he could introduce me to his partner. Well, of course, I agreed. We quickly found his partner and had a brief recap of what we had discussed while in line at Starbucks. Now, we each had other things on our agenda to get to, but we decided to set up a time to have a more formal style meeting before the conference was over. So the next day we met at the other Starbucks location inside the hotel and talked about everything from editing, equipment, best practices, and budget. And things seemed to be going really well. (laughs) I remember just sitting there trying to contain my excitement. After the meeting was over, I found a quiet place and I called my wife. My excitement boiled over and I probably looked like a teenage girl on the phone. I was pacing back and forth, talking really fast and energetically. and I didn't really notice it until my wife pointed out how animated I was and how excited I was. But I had every reason to be excited. I mean, if I didn't land some new clients and the other client did shut down operations, we were going to be in a really bad spot financially. I needed to secure some new clients fast. I met briefly again with the guys before New Media Expo was over, and I had a really good feeling about them. I was nearly 100% sure that they would soon be a regular client. And that ended up being the only good lead I was able to get from that year's conference, but I was pretty encouraged by it. Well, my enthusiasm soon got blown up. The guys let me know that they had decided to do all the editing themselves so that they could make their tight budget last even longer. While I certainly understood their position, it was crushing to me. I had come from a mountaintop schoolgirl-like enthusiasm to crushed disappointment in a matter of a few days. On top of all that, I was back to square one with no good leads. Disappointment doesn't even express the fullness of the pressure that I was feeling. Here's what I learned. I really don't know that I've done a good job at conveying just how disappointment and concerned I was when I didn't land that client. Furthermore, my main client was continuing to slow down the amount of work they were sending me, and it was truly looking like they were not going to be able to sustain their podcast. As it turned out, I found myself in a nearly worst-case scenario. I did end up landing three new clients about four months after New Media Expo. And then about six weeks after that, my large client closed up shop. When they ceased operations, they still represented about 60% of my income. Ouch! If you're a long-time listener... To this podcast, then you've probably already pieced this info together with some of the other stories that I've shared. That is, over the next eight months, I did not make enough money to pay my bills. Fortunately, we had saved a lot of money during the fat times, 
And that savings is what saved us during the lean times. Those eight months were incredibly challenging, but also helped me grow in ways that I never would have otherwise grown. And that's a big lesson that I learned here. No one likes disappointment, but living through those situations better prepares us for the future. They give us practical lessons that make us stronger, more efficient, and more aware of all that we truly have to be grateful for. Looking back on it now, not only did those tough months and failing to land that client give me a better perspective and appreciation for what I had, but I'm now grateful that I went through those times of disappointment. I have one more lesson for today's episode. Even though I just recorded this episode yesterday, it's been on my calendar earmarked for this day for about two months. Last week, something happened that has given me an even deeper understanding about disappointing times. You see, the guys I met at New Media Expo just happened to be the first prospective clients that I had a good feeling about that ended up not becoming a client. And I think that's part of what added to my disappointment that day. I had never experienced that type of thing before. Now it's something that has happened to me quite a few times, actually. But in the last week, I had two separate parties come to me and sign on to become new recurring clients. In both situations, I'd met with them on multiple occasions and helped them with various things related to their podcast. And I had talked to them about doing ongoing audio production with my company, but they had decided to go with a less expensive option. Now, I'm not sure what happened with either of them and their audio editors. All I know is that they now have a better appreciation for what I'm able to provide and are ready to pay for the level of service that I provide. For one of the clients, it had been nearly a year and a half since I first helped them. And for the other client, it's been a full year. I know that not all of the prospective clients that pass on my services will eventually come back and become recurring clients. However, I've learned that if I keep doing good work, and if I operate my business with honesty, success will come. And there will be days of deep disappointment, but the lessons that I learned from those days will only make me better equipped for the days ahead. I'm Daryl Darnell. And this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Before we get out of here today, I want to remind you that we're asking for your nominations for the podcast awards. You can go over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash podcast awards for all the information you need to submit your ballot. It will only take five minutes of your time. We're asking you to submit Stuff I Learned Yesterday in the Society and Culture category, the Blacklist Exposed in the TV and Film category, Arrow Squad in the People's Choice category and Triple Cast in the Entertainment category. Once again, goldenspiralmedia.com slash podcast awards. Thank you so much. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com slash subscribe. 
Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And leave an iTunes review for Stuff I Learned Yesterday by going to goldenspiralmedia.com slash iTunes.